Hello. And welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. That is Peter Moylan. And that is Maddie Mass. This is Winnie. That is Winnie. And, and this is Hi, Ellie. Winnie. I feel like half of our listeners are now going to hate me if they haven't yet realized that I have a cat. But I feel like I need to explain myself, okay? You're just a cat lady. That's fine. Well, look, I love dogs. I love little pups. I would love to have a little pup that I could go on runs with and take on walks. But when you work in baseball and you're not married and you have nobody at your your home. Place of residence. When you're on the road a lot, like I was, um, Mm. it's very expensive to pay someone to come walk your dog two or three times a day when you're on a 10-day road trip numerous times a year. Yes, Peter. Nobody walks their dog two or three times a day. How many times? What if they have to poo-poo? They poo outside. You just let them out the backyard. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that all of us don't have a backyard. Hmm. Hmm. I live in an apartment complex. I don't got a gate. also live inside the perimeter. Um, I will move OTP eventually. But um, cats are self-sufficient and you can leave them for... Oh, Peter left us. Um, you can leave cats for three days and they have food and water and they're fine. So um, she's a good girl. Um, she's still a cat, but yeah, it's fine. For As far as cats go, she's not a dog. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. How's everybody doing? So good. <laughs> Got a bit of a sore wrist. Oh, no. Uh, from all the painting that I did over the weekend. But yeah, he, Peter and Mandy did redid their kitchen and it looks very nice very bright way brighter but i like the contrast of the cabinets and Mm. the counters Mm. but it's still bright even with Mm. the dark counters very good eventually the plan is to get a new kitchen but in the interim i didn't want to stare at brown and grossness so i decided to paint it yeah and maddie mass pointed out your fridge yeah um what's why does your fridge have a screen that big um i think it's a gimmick but you can knock on it and it opens the glass so you can see what's in your so there's a drink section that big glass thing hides the drink section so behind the drink section so you just instead of opening the whole fridge to get whatever drinks you want there's a little drink section right at the front so you can pop open that glass bit you can knock on it first of all and it clears it up so you can see what's in there before you open it then you can open it and choose a drink and close it without having to open up the whole fridge. I'm so glad that you have that because opening up the whole fridge is such a pain. Man, I'm telling you. It's, you know what it does? It saves energy, Kelsey. It's not about physical uh, exertion. It's about saving that amount of... I'm saving the environment one fridge opening at a time. Got it. Okay? It's okay. effectively what I'm doing. Got it. Wow. Don't Jimmy. worry about the, the V8 car that I drive. but You're changing the world. You're changing lives. I like to think so, Kelsey. Yeah, I really do. No one loves me like I love me. So as long as I have a good opinion of myself, that's all that matters. Steve. Maddie Mass, how are you? I'm good. I open my fridge the same amount as Mm. the average person. So not saving lives. Nope. So that's on me. Not even one bit. No. But you keep Peter and I on track, um, which is helping lives. You know? Yeah. Today's bat is brought to you by David Wright. Mm. Maddie Mass and I were talking right before the we, we came on while, while we were patiently waiting for the third member of our group to arrive. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to have a talk about Jared Kelnick, Kelnick a little bit. So just to give Mets fans a bit of a smile, uh, this is <laughs> this is David Wright telling me that it's always fun to compete against me. So there we go. Thank you, David Wright. Thank you, David Wright. I'm fired up because the high school baseball team I watched, the Alatoona Buccaneers, 
are in the 6A Georgia semifinals. They're in the final four. So straight from this, I'm going to a double header. Mm. They're playing Houston, Houston County, I think. Is that like? It's spelled Houston. I was just going to say, Houston. it sounds like it should be spelled Houston. Yeah. So if they win, it's uh, a three-game series. They play a doubleheader today on Monday. And if they split, they'll play a game three tomorrow. But Alatuna has swept every team in the playoffs this year and um, hasn't had to play a game three. But if they win today, they will be in the state championship next Monday, which I just realized, as I said that, that is also the day we record, at Truist Park, which is kind of neat for those high schoolers. So. Yep. They're big talking Jake fans, that team. They think he's the funniest guy in baseball, but I think it's because they haven't gotten to hear you talk that much yet, Peter. I was just going to say that's uh, it's a stretch. That is a stretch. Uh, so uh, Peter kind of mentioned, we want to send our sincerest um, thoughts and, and condolences to New York Mets fans. We understand that it, it's been a weird couple of weeks, for you guys, you know what Lindor wasn't playing that well. And then there was a rat raccoon situation. That was the worst cover up story I've ever heard in my entire life. And then Jared Kelnick de- debuted. Um, yeah. But the Mets are playing pretty good right now. I think they're in first place, but yeah, so. I mean, anyone short of pissing down their own leg could be in first place right now in the East, but um <laughs> That's my, that's my expert opinion on what's happening in the NL East right now. <laughs> it's I'm serious though. I mean, it's not like it's it's what it's gonna be. It's it's up for grabs. It's every week we're like, well, someone has got to take control, but no one seems to want to take control of that division. So, which is great for for anyone who's a fan of a team in the NL East because it is legitimately anybody's game right now. Well, our opener segment today. Yes is going to be about Jared Kelnick's debut. Yeah. Um, because this was like, I feel like one of the most exciting, like you get on social media, people were fired up to see yeah. this guy yeah. debut. Um, his debut, he was a little quiet, went hitless. Um, yeah. And then he went off in his second game. And if you follow our social media account, uh, our Twitter account, especially that Maddie Mass does a great job with I mean he was just on it and Kelnick what three for four three extra base hits two Mm. runs he had two doubles and a home run were the three hits he had three RBI and Peter in his first at bat he struck out Mm. and in that next at bat when he hit a home run it was on that same pitch he struck out on and it was beautiful it was um gotta take the right approach yeah, I mean that—that's the thing that they're saying about him is that he's—he's he's such an advanced hitter and he can make adjustments, and we saw that. So, I just want to talk about um, the only—the only real taste of something like this that I've had was when Jason Haywood got called up, mm-hmm. and the excitement surrounding Jay Hayes' debut, and obviously to see what he did hitting a three-run homer off Zambrano. But yeah, it's—I don't think that obviously the debut or the week that you come up necessarily set your career off in the path that it's always going to be on but when you come up make an impact instantly it sort of gives the fans hope that everything that they've been reading and hearing about is actually true so this kid did it all uh two hustle doubles too not even like oh just a double off the wall and i'll and i'll just ease into second base got on his horse in the first one and then jam shot on jam shot off a fastball over the third baseman where he again beat it he's not he's not elite sprint speed but he's fast enough Real toolsy, real great, great swing competitor. Um, I can't say enough about him. He's gonna be, he's gonna be a stud. I think hasn't done much since that yeah. three-hit game, but um, I have no. He was raking in AAA before he got called up. Yeah, six games in AAA, and he was hitting 370 with two home runs. Yeah, six runs and five RBI again in six games. And in 2019, he hit 291 with 31 doubles, 23 homers, and only in 117 games. So wow. Um, this kid's been on the radar for a long time. Obviously, there was the the pre spring training debacle with Kevin Mather uh, yeah. going on a on a on a Zoom. Obviously, didn't know what Zoom meant and thought that Zoom was that you could just zoom in to talk to the people you want to talk to and nothing gets recorded. <laughs> um, 
But I'm here to tell you that everything's recorded these days, big boy. So, um, yeah, it's just unfortunate that that's the way that it, all that came out. We all know that it happens. We all know that that's what, what GMs and, and owners and, and they all want to manipulate service time. But um, just the fact that he so blatantly came out and worded it the way that he did, it, it's got to make Seattle fans frustrating. And he obviously lost his job. So that's enough on that matter. But Jared Kelnick, man, his uh, parents were there for, for that game too. His girlfriend was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I always love seeing the reactions of, of family and, and friends and because you forget that you know, it's probably the mum and dad driving him to travel ball every day and every week. So to see all that hard work and, and the pride that you have for your kids um, on display on national television is pretty cool. Yeah, and that game, I mean, there were so many different um, stats that came out. He became the youngest AL player with three extra base hits out of the leadoff spot since Ricky Henderson mm. in 1979, the youngest Mariners player with three extra base hits in a game since 2004, which doesn't really sound that long ago, no. but it kind of is. Yeah. Like if you put it, you know, I feel like anything past 2000 doesn't sound like that long ago, but like 2021 minus four is a number that I'm not going to tell y'all, but it's a, it's 17, I think. So the 17 whole years, not a math. <laughs> Never has a shirt been more effective than that. Just right. Oh man. Um, yeah. So it was a big debut for him and we're going to get into talking about somebody who will likely see with him, Julio Rodriguez, um, another young Mariners. Don't give away too much. Hmm? We want there. to keep him coming back, Kels. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, Logan Dilb- Gil- Gilbert, who is the Mariners' top pitching prospect, also debuted on the day that Kelnick debuted. Um, so lots of young guys for the Mariners, and then there's a Taylor Trammell. So this is what this is the this is the hard part for me hmm. when I say teams shouldn't just break it all down and rebuild. Because when you look around and it's been a couple of years since Seattle had some success, yeah. they've done pretty well with the draft picks. And now you look at their farm system and the team that they've got and you're like, man, okay, well, in a couple of years, this team's going to be pretty good. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking, obviously, selfishly, I want everybody to try and compete and everybody to try and win. But when you see something like the Astros or the Royals or whoever it is that it breaks it all down and then has ends up with these studs that they develop themselves. They get a chance to play with each other from a ball right the way up, get a taste of being that team. And then all of a sudden the same guys that you've been playing a ball with all of a sudden you're in the big leagues and you're having just as much fun. You're doing like, it's, it's hard for me to defend against it. It really is. But I just want, I don't want to see a team like the Orioles. Like I'm, I'm not going to go pay money to go watch the Orioles play. Yeah. And I felt like, I feel like that's that's the thing that fans they want to be able to go spend money on their team, but at the same time they're like, okay, well, if we just wait two or three years and just tread water, yeah, then in three years' time we're going to have a bunch of superstars up here, and it's not going to cost us two hundred million dollars. So I, I, I see, I see both sides, and I just don't know what the solution to it is. This is a curveball for the opener segment well done on the wrist by the way well done teams rebuilding superstars maybe think real quickly peter mm-hmm. albert pull host to the dodgers oh my i've got that down in my notes i don't know okay i don't understand it i don't do you like it no do you not like it I don't not like it. I just don't understand it. I don't see. I don't see what benefit the Dodgers get out of that deal. Is it just strictly a guy off the bench? Maybe he's going to be like away longer than what we think. You know, a simple little injury where he gets the back of his foot stepped on, and we haven't seen him for three weeks. Nothing was really mentioned. Like, did he rupture his Achilles, and we just don't know about it? Like, why would you go out and make that move if you're the Dodgers? I think I saw a report that he went to the Cardinals and said that he would be open to playing there in a part-time role, but also if they paid him like a mentorship fee. 
Because you're making $20 million, you need a mentorship fee? Well, that's where I get a little confused. So the angels are, are paying that 20 million, right? And then another team is going to pay him even more money on top of that likely, uh, or how does that work? I think he can sign a separate deal, but if he signs with another team, the Dodgers just pay him the equivalent of the league minimum right now. So he'll be, okay. the Dodgers pay him $580,000 and they get a $20 million, well, they get a player who's making $20 million. I'm not calling him a $20 million player, but. It's just, it's interesting that he was so against being a part-time player for the Angels, but he's okay right. doing it with the Dodgers. And I don't know if it's because you think the Dodgers obviously likely have a better shot at, him winning a title with them or, right. or what it may be. But I was, again, that's why I felt like that story that the Cardinal with the Cardinals just felt too convenient. Like it just, yeah. obviously everybody would love to see him go back to St. Louis and you know, even retire a Cardinal. Basically everything that made Albert Pujols, Albert Pujols was done as a Cardinal. So you'd like to think that, but I mean, he's gone. It's, it's, it's happened. It's official, right? It's there's, yeah. there's no hearsay. It's actually, he has signed with the Dodgers. Let's talk about some young guys now. Oof. Fire it up. All right. Our Rookie of the Year watch Oof. is once again brought to you by our friends, our dear friends, our farmer friends at Manscaped. Mm. Okay. We love Manscaped. They were our first ever sponsor and we'll never, ever forget it. Um, they are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your tool family jewels oh sorry no Same um, thing. Okay. manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer which is what i just showed you guys the lawnmower 4.0 oh. you heard that mm. right you sure did it's the lawnmower 4.0 you guys over tw two million people worldwide use this that's mm -hmm. that's a lot of people um it's a lot of so if you want to join them we have an exclusive offer for you guys 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping with the code farm at manscaped.com two million people trust this product you don't want to be the only people that aren't doing it so get on there and do it yeah your wife will thank you mm. your boyfriend will thank you mm. your girlfriend will thank you mm. It is waterproof, which is probably good. LDE spotlight and power status indicator. It's rechargeable, but wireless charging. Yes. It sits in a little cradle. You Ooh. just grab it, funk, 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 put it back. Away you go. Peter's been using it. He likes it. So Correct. you can get 20% off and free worldwide shipping for our Melbourne Aces fans at manscaped.com using the code FARM. It's a confidence builder. Just get down there and get rid of what you're growing down there. Trust me, you'll like what you yeah, see. Yeah, you know, just a little bit. Clean just it extend up. it. Extend it. Um, extend it. So we love Manscaped, and we also love um, a lot of our rookies. And this is a very exciting... Great segue. Thank you. Uh, very exciting moment for us. What is it? <clears throat> Jazz Chisholm Jr. is back, baby. He's back. They flew him to LA on Saturday. He that wasn't, wasn't even for baseball. That is when he just wanted him to show up in Hollywood and be like, what's up? Oh, yeah. He, that then, boy has Hollywood written all God, freaking we, over him. Those uh, new uniforms, by the way. Oh, those new uniforms are so clean. If we don't get sent a new uniform hat or something, I mean, you see this right here? Team of the Week. Team of the Week right there. San Diego Padres. Mm -hmm. If I get a new Marlins hat, <laughs> that might be my new team of the week. I don't care what they do. They can go 0-7 this week. Team of the week, Marlins. <laughs> they, yeah, and Jazz was a model for them, so we love that. Uh, the hair matches the blue in the uni, too. Where's the picture I sent you guys earlier? I'm sorry for our audio-only people who won't get to see it. I've printed wow. it out and framed it already. Look at that. Is that your background, Kelsey? Uh, it should be. That's some sauce, right? That there. is that is beyond. that. The colors, though. like yeah. He's our drip king. And we haven't gotten to say that in a while because he's been on the IL since April 28th with a left hamstring strain, Peter. Of course, he went deep in AAA. Just a yeah. little, uh, just guy can't stop raking. He had three rehab games with the jumbo shrimp. 
I love minor league baseball. He went four for nine with a double, a home run, four RBI, three runs, and a stolen base. And he was activated on Sunday. Mm. We are filming this on Monday. So that was yesterday for the series finale versus Dodgers in Los Angeles. And Peter, yes. he went two for five with a stolen base. He's back. Look, can I can I admit something real quick on this pod? Mm -hmm. This is an honesty pub. Yeah, true, true. When Jazz Chisholm initially compared himself to Ronald Acuna Jr. at the start of the year, I was a little taken back. I was uh, leading the pump that breaks crew on Jazz Chisholm. But since then, he's made me a believer and the rest of the league is now a believer. So shout out to you, Jazz. Congratulations. Welcome back. Keep doing your thing because you're a stud. Drip King, Sauce King, uh, Prospect King. His two hits yesterday upped his average to 297. Mm. Boys almost hitting 300 and eight stolen bases, which is the best in the NL, tied with Garrett Hampson, oh, which really? I was a little uh, taken back by. But um, what's crazy is that, like we mentioned, he's been on the IL since April 28th. And as we film this, it is March 17th. And he had so he had seven stolen bases before April 28th. And then that was good enough to maintain the lead in the NL for a solid three weeks. How many homers has he got? Five, did you say? Four. Five? Four. Five. Okay. He might go, he might go 25, 25 is probably where as high as I'd go. Maybe 2020. 20. He might go 2050. But yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like. You know, the, the 40-40 watch with the Cunha? Yeah. I don't know that Acuna's going to get the stolen bases this year to get the 40-40. I think he's going to hit 60 homers, but I don't think he's going to get to 40 stolen bases. But, yeah, that's going to be a nice little, a little rivalry to watch between the Marlins and the Braves coming for the next few years. I totally get when he compared himself to Acuna, how that took you back a little bit. Thank and you. I don't think that that's – I don't think anybody should be comparing themselves to Ronald Acuna Jr., but I do understand – much better now that they do have a lot of the same skill set. So I understand his his comparison in that way with the speed, the excitement, the power. Shall we stick with the fish and go with the uh, rookie of the year watch right now? Or what are we yeah. doing? Yeah, fish who pitch. Yeah, I love it. So Trevor Rogers mm. has been the pitcher of consistency this year. Mm. Basically, the two the two guys I'm about to talk to next, Trevor Rogers, I'll start with pitches eighth game. Six innings, four hits, one run, seven Ks, 87 pitches. So all this guy's done for the season so far. Five and three, eight games, 1.84 ERA with 57 punch outs in 44 innings. But it's the way that he's doing it. Um, he's, he's, he's not just relying on, on – obviously the stuff is off the charts. Fastball's up to 98. Really good breaking ball, change up as well. You know, It's not like it's a secret now. Mm -hmm. They've seen what he's got. Um, and he continues to do it. Like I, I, I've, he, he dominates the top of the zone. He can throw down the bottom of the zone. He's throwing to all four quadrants. He's deceptive with his delivery. He's, it's just he's got he's ticking all the boxes right now. And yeah. and shout out to him for another another performance that just he's got to be favorite for the rookie of the year right now in the hour. His 184 ERA that you mentioned is fifth best in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. Behind Jacob DeGrom. Who's not human. John Means, Garrett Cole. Reasonable. Brandon Woodruff. Again, reasonable. And then Trevor Rogers. So that uh, the fact that he is hanging up there with those names, and then you look at the guys below him who he's beating out in the ERA. I mean, Trevor Bauer, Max Scherzer. I mean, these guys, right? I mean, it's he is having a heck of a year, not just by rookie standards, but, but awesome. by baseball yeah, he's standards. He's putting himself up there as, as a elite starter. Um, and yeah. just add it to the list of elite starters that the Marlins have got, by the way. The, well, when we tell you the fish who pitch, the fish pitch. Yeah, ain't no doubt about that. Um, but my, my point is also, um, we're not only just looking at rookie of the year watch, we might be looking at a Cy Young watch, especially if DeGrom continues to have the injury troubles that he's had. Um, you know, and doesn't pile up the innings that, yeah. that he's going to, like, we could be looking at a, at a Cy Young rookie of the year sweep. He's definitely going to be in those discussions if he maintains that, maintains what he's doing. Yes. And that is 
It's impressive. Stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So the, the game that you talked about this week, because he's from New Mexico. Mm. So he had a bunch of friends and family and high school coaches drive in town and his parents wore shirts that said, take a seat. So yeah, Trevor Rogers, if you don't know who he is, figure uh, it out, get on Twitter, watch our podcast, do something. Uh, all right, Peter, who do you want to go Anderson, to? Just while we're talking pitches. And okay. Ian Anderson took a no-no into the seventh inning against Milwaukee this weekend. But he's also putting up similar numbers to, to Trevor, but but he's had a couple of rough ones and he doesn't quite have the strikeout stuff that Rogers has got. But I mean, he can in certain times, he'll punch out 10 in a week, but then in other games he'll walk four and strike out four and manage to get through seven innings. But just I, I, the difference in the way that they're using them uh, Ian's had the freedom to sort of go a little bit longer as far as pitch count goes. Maybe that's due to lack of depth in the starting uh, rotation yeah. with the Bravos. But uh, it's interesting to see how the fish are managing in a year that they're really not expected to win. And the Bravos are managing their rookie in a year that they are expected to win. So I think that's an, another thing. The, the fish are sort of planning for the next few years. And after 2020, the shortened year, we talk about it every week. Big thing's going to be... Um, managing the workload of starting pitches. And I think that's what we're seeing with the fish and, and um, obviously the Braves have got that win now mentality. So they, they can't really afford to rest it like the fish can, but Ian Anderson, yeah. shout out to you. Keep doing it, bro. Well done. Yeah. I mean, Ian Anderson, every start besides one, he's gone at least five innings. And I think that's the exact same thing for Trevor Rogers, but the difference is in Trevor Rogers case, the only game he didn't, Go five was the first game and he only went four, which, you know, that's the thing. Also, do you know who Cody Ross is? Yeah, the, the former Marlin, former mm -hmm. Giant, former Red Sox. Yeah. That's his cousin. Is it really? Yeah, he was at the game. He had a suite. He was at the game. Yeah. He won a World Series with the Giants, played for the Marlins from 06 to 08. And then he... What's Cody Ross's numbers against me? Can you check that out, please, Matty Mess? Yeah, I want to know too. Me too. Uh, you've won this matchup. 154 batting average, uh, one single, one double in 15 plate appearances. I kind of knew that. That's why I asked you. Three that. ground into double plays, but one hit by pitch. Probably on purpose. Mm. Probably. Yeah, you probably said something wrong. Sorry, Cody. Not sorry, Cody. You had a good career. You yeah. won a World Series. Let me have this one. Yeah, he did. He did do that. Congratulations on the win, Peter. Thank you. Congratulations to Jonathan India on the best show flow in the game. Correct. It's long. It's beautiful. And he's really picked it it's up this long. week. He was on a slide. He was three for these last 37 and sort of sitting a few times, but uh, went to Coors Field, homered in consecutive games. Congratulations. He was on our initial Rookie of the Year watch. So hopefully he can pick it up with a little bit more consistent playing time. He can spend a little bit of time on the IL, but just one weekend he... Raised the slash line from 208, 304, 312 to 235, 320, and 412. So that in itself was a pretty good weekend. But again, mm -hmm. hopefully he gets a little bit more consistent playing time. Hopefully he can be a little bit more consistent when he gets that playing time. And we see this kid who rakes, continue to rake. We talked about him a lot um, in our first few episodes because up until April 15th, he was hitting 325 um, and then he kind of started to drop off. He went on the IL. He got an injury. This is a dude who went to Florida. Um, he was a first round pick in 2018 and he's like, he was really, really good at Florida and it's an SEC school. So they're really good, but yeah, he had a good week. He's still hitting 233 overall, but he is getting consistent playing time. He's also getting it done with the glove as well. And he's going to be someone who we're going to be talking about for years to come, I think. Good all-around player, good all-around hair. Um, maybe you'll get some kind of shampoo deal. I can't believe Dansby Swanson doesn't have any kind of shampoo deal, but maybe Jonathan India will get one because it's longer. That's out of left field. Um, I'm just thinking about hair. Okay. You know, we'll see him pick it back up. He's starting to pick it back up. That is Jonathan India. Now we get to talk about Adolis Garcia for the Texas Rangers. Mm. This dude, he didn't get brought up until April 13th, Peter which I think is what makes his numbers even more impressive. When you put in a perspective that he has 10 home runs and 27 RBI, which are at the top of the boards, but he, he has two weeks less than everybody else. Yeah. Like he, he hasn't played the full season. He, I mean, it makes his numbers that much more impressive. He led the AL in homers in April and he missed the first 13 
12 days. So that's, that's on some sort of pace. So yeah, Adoles Garcia has had a great season. He's hitting 289 overall. Um, his 10 home runs, as you would likely expect, lead all rookies. But the next closest is five. So like nobody's even close to him. And not to mention that he's been really good defensively. Yeah, he's making plays. Gotten some guys out at the plate. Yeah. He has been very good for the Rangers. And and he was a non-roster um, invitee spring training too. Mm-hmm. So talk about playing your way under the yeah. under the roster. Twenty-eight years old too. Yeah, that's crazy. But so good for him, man. So good for him. And he gets to play in that beautiful ballpark. Mm. Last guy we're going to talk about in our Rookie of the Year watch is a guy who we've talked about a ton. So we probably won't talk about him too, too much. But it's your mean Mercedes, of course. We are in the middle of May and he's still hitting 358. But. I, but. 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 Was this a comeback to Earth Week for him? Because, I mean, he only hit, he yeah. got six hits for the week, but he only hit six singles. Maybe he's getting pitched a little differently. Maybe he's just trying not to. I think I think I talked about this last week where he's sort of cut down the power stroke a little bit. But yeah, obviously when you burst on the scene like that, people are going to research and find out ways to get you out. And he's probably not getting anything near what he was getting to hit for the first month of the season. So, but when he's still hitting 360, and we're in May, that's uh, it's a pretty cool story. Then that's kind of like when he came up. That's what people were freaking out about over his power. Nice. And now it's kind of transitioned to he's maintaining a high batting average. So your main Mercedes, he got the day off on Thursday and had a pinch hit RBI single. Um, that's the only day he got off. That's a good so, day. Ugh. Yeah, that's a fun day. Come off the bench and just get a knock one for one, take it to the house. Thanks very much. Yeah. You probably have to play defense. So. In April, your main Mercedes hit 415 with five home runs, and that earned him AL Rookie of the Month. And in May, he's sitting 243 with no home runs. So 243, like, isn't good, but it isn't, like, spot whatever. So do you think that that is, like you were talking about earlier, do you think that that's more pitchers learning how to pitch to him? Or do you think that? It's a combo of him... both. Like, it's a combo. I would assume that hitting is, is as much about confidence as it is anything else. Um, and then when you mm-hmm. get up to such a hot start, I'm sure the ball looked like it was the size of a beach ball. But. Yeah, guys are, are, are going to look at what you've done and how you've had success and, and what pitches you've been able to hit. They'll stay away from those pitches. It's, it's, there's so much video and so much analytics around that it's hard to sneak around and have success anymore. If you're having success, everybody knows about it. And everybody did know about that. And everybody that did like, know about that. Exactly. He and Akil Badu were the talk of um, April. So those are our favorites currently for Rookie of the Year. Um, maybe like an honorable mention to a guy like Andrew Vaughn, who's turning it around, but we're going to move in to our top 10 prospects that again, this list is developed by Maddie mass. So you're not going to find this list anywhere else. And also our top 10 prospects of the week are brought to you by dugout mugs. Peter got his and I didn't. And I'm really sad. Oh, about it. That um, sucks Kelsey. Cause these are amazing. <laughs> How much can it fit in there? As much as you want it to fit in there. It's look at the size. I mean, of it. like, do you think you could pour a full 16 ounce water bottle into yes. it? That's exciting. And if not, um, it doesn't matter because you're drinking like a, you look like a Viking when you drink out of this thing. Who doesn't want to yeah. look like a Viking? Yeah. I imagine this is how Vikings used to drink, just without the Braves probably logo because I don't know if Braves were around. With a Bra- hey, Karen, play for the Atlanta Viking. No, that wasn't okay. that wasn't him. I mean, look, Peter, this would make, this would make a great father's day. Listen, get ahead on your gifts. That's, it's so important to get ahead on gifts. Also, Father's Day is June 20th. That's a month away. And buy a six-pack of dugout mugs. And when you forget to buy a present, there they are. You can give it to anyone. <laughs> you can give it to your dad, yeah. your mom, your brother, your sister, your dog. It doesn't matter. Mm, Everybody needs a dugout mug. Can you give us a close-up of the Braves logo? Sure I mean, you want to talk about... So it's made out of a bat, which is really cool. Really cool. Um, but is... what else is really cool is we're talking about Father's Day. The first 300 orders for these dugout mugs, and you use the, the code farm to fame you're going to get 35% off. The next 300 will get 30% off. The next 300 will get 25% off, and so on. They're basically so giving the earlier you, Yeah. And the earlier you order it, you're ahead 
on your gifts. You can get it for your father-in-law, for your brother, for your husband, for your dad, uh, whoever you want. What? And the sooner you order it, it's weighed off of your shoulders and it's also less money out of your pocket because the sooner you order it, the higher the discount. Kelsey. Yeah. I may not have got a hit in my big league career, <laughs> but i tell you what, dugout mugs have given me one with this. Oh, that's good, Peter. Well done. That's so good. So proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the website to get the best discount is dugoutmugs.com slash discount are y'all following me mm. slash discount slash farm to fame so dugoutmugs.com slash discount slash farm to fame and yeah if you use that and again the code is farm to fame if you're one of the first 300 you will get 35 percent off that's not just like a little that's a lot you know, of like those influencers those influencers on their instagram story they're like use my code for 10 percent off i'm like oh great i'll save three dollars and fifty cents this is 35 percent off so um, again, not a math pod, a really cool but it seems like a lot. Yeah, not a math pod, but it's, and it's like legitimately a cool gift. Like anybody in your life who like loves baseball. Just real quick, just on that. Okay. Okay. My wife's not a, not a big fan of sports in general. Like she mm -hmm. loves me and what I did, but Aww. when I pulled this out, she's like, that is so cool. Legitimately verbatim out of her mouth. That is so cool. So Guys, girls like them too. Yeah, just imagine sitting sitting on your porch, having some baseball up on your... You and your Viking Kodiak. friends? Yeah, you and your Vikings and sipping whatever whatever the heck and Bob you want to be sipping on. Um, okay, so Dugout Mud's sponsors are top 10 prospects. So we are going to get into it. Perfect. Zoom. Quick fire, Kels. Quick fire. Zoom. Tristan... Casket, Casas, Casas, for the Red Sox. He's in Double A. This dude's an absolute unit. Okay. Look up videos of him. First of all, he hits bombs like tanks, and he's a tank himself. He's six four, two hundred and fifty two pounds, and he just looks like he's straight up muscle. He is the Red Sox number one prospect. First round pick in 2018, and he's just really known for his power. So he got off to a slow start, one for 14. But on Wednesday, my friends, on Wednesday, he hit two home runs. One was a tank, like over the signage, out of completely out of the ballpark. He had a career-high six RBI that day. It was a four-hit night. He's now hitting 341 on the season with three home runs and 12 RBI. And 951 OPS, six games total. He had 12 hits in six games, four multi-hit efforts, and he upped his batting average from 182 to 349. That's a good week. Yeah. And what's interesting about him, I was reading an article. So like I mentioned, he got off to a slow start the season. He started the season one for 14. Well, in 2019, in the minor leagues in Greenville, in the month of April, so the first month of the season, he hit 208 with 31 strikeouts in 27 games. Then he went on to finish that season hitting 256 with 20 home runs and 81 RBI and wow. 120 games. And he led the Red Sox minors with 51 extra base hits and was named a postseason all-star. So this is something that the Red Sox have seen with him getting off to a slow start, and then he gets in the swing of it and he puts it together. But this guy is a unit he's tanking balls i mean just and he's all over twitter so if you see a video of him watch it sound because, effects. yeah sound effects he is fun to watch he's a first baseman i don't know if i mentioned that yes julio rodriguez hmm. mariner's number two prospect behind you got it yes uh mlb's number five prospect uh homered in four straight games this week Sheesh. uh he's by the way he's 20 6'3", 180 pounds, 20, playing in high A, the Everett okay. Aquasox. But he uh, extended a hit streak to 10 games, and they're talking about a promotion. He's, he's like on their radar for maybe next year, if not maybe this year. Yeah. Uh, majority of the time is probably going to be spent in AA this year, and a promotion to AA is probably not too far away, given the week that he had this week. So now for the season in 12 games, he's got 18 hits, five home runs, and a 12.25 OPS. 
Is his, does he have a high average? He's hitting 353 right now. So, yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so he will be exciting, especially to see him alongside Kelnick. And the Mariners just keep doing it. This is what I keep talking about. The Mariners are going to keep doing this over and over and over. They're all coming. They are coming. Well, I'm going to take us a little bit out of order to stick with the Mariners. Okay. Because Taylor Trammell also plays for the Mariners, was sent down when Jared Kelnick was called up, when Jared Kelnick debuted. So he was sent down on May 13th. Can be devastating to a young kid's career. Yeah, but it was, what's great about him is, first of all, he's going off in AAA right now. Secondly, he was just saying in one of his post-game interviews that he's just having fun right now. Like he's dancing in the middle of like on the field and between innings, you see him smiling. Like he's, he's having a good time with it. And I think maybe when he was up with the big league club, obviously that's a ton of pressure. Obviously, you know that you have Jared Kelnick breathing down your throat. You know that Julio Rodriguez is eventually going to make, make his way up there. And you're really trying to put your stamp. So the Mariners sent him down to work on his approach um, on off-speed pitches. But his first game after he got sent down, he went four for five with a home run, two runs, four RBI, and a stolen base. Oh. He's hit three home runs in four games since being sent down. Good for him. And in those four minor league games, he has 11 hits, three home runs, nine RBI, and five runs. What is his batting average, you may ask? Maybe. What about 692? Okay. Is that good? Um, a little bit. So, yeah, Taylor Trammell, he would – played 27 big league games a season because he broke uh, spring with the team, but he was only hitting 157. So he's down there working on his approach to off-speed pitches. He's tearing it up. He's a Georgia boy. Chipper Jones loves him. Chipper, Chipper Jones. Jones scouted him. Chipper Jones. Chipper, Chipper Jones. Scouted him um, and had great things to say about Taylor Trammell on Twitter. So that is another young Mariners outfielder. By the way, I'm talking about another Mariners prospect. Juicy. Noel V. Noel yes, V. Marte. Mm. Okay. okay. Not on anyone's radar, but this dude, again, 19 years old, shortstop, probably future third baseman, had himself a week. Also, uh, 11 hits. He's on a current nine game hit streak where he's hitting 405 with 17 hits. So, started off slow ish, but in 49 ABs, 18 hits, two home runs, five extra base hits. Again, hitting 405 in this nine nine game hit streak that he's currently on, Jeez. but another stud that the Mariners have got coming. Like that's four Mariners we've talked that's about. That's unbelievable. That are that we've talked about yeah. today. <laughs> and he's not even on the like list of top prospects. So I haven't read anything where he's like MLB's. No, I hadn't. Yeah, I hadn't seen that or, name. But again, that's the ones we love. I don't necessarily need to read about it in Baseball America to know that they're coming. So yeah. Well, let's stick in the AL, huh? You want to stay in the AL? Cool. Jose Tenya for the Indians. High A. He's a middle infielder. This is a 20-year-old kid. He's from the Dominican Republic. He signed with the Indians in 2017. He is solid defensively and really known for his plus speed. Okay? But his only downfall, Peter, mm. which is why we could potentially see him move from shortstop to second, is his arm strength. Right. So people also have really questioned his power, but he heard that. He heard people questioning that power. And he said, not today. Heard that. Not this week. You will not speak about my power. So on Friday, he hit two home runs. Three extra base hit game. Went three for five, a double, two home runs, four RBI, three runs. This week in five games, he had two three hit games three home runs, eight hits total, again, in five games, seven runs, three home runs, and six RBI. He's hitting 289 on the season, which dropped a little bit um, because he went over on Saturday. But in 2019, he hit 325 in rookie ball with only one home run and 18 RBI in 44 games. So he has surpassed his home run total, and he's silencing those power critics. You didn't know this, but you when you, when you aggressively cheered for him, your bicep mm -hmm. basically blew up my screen. Well done. I can now bicep curl 15 pound weights. And I'm very excited about that. I know that doesn't sound like a lot to you, Peter Moylan and Maddie Bass. So I just proud of that. Yeah, you should be proud of that. Thank you. Your turn. Speaking of being proud of, I know Who are you proud I of? know our, our friend in the top left corner of my screen right now is proud of this next mm. guy, mm. Davey Garcia, Yankees mm. 
pitching prospect. Finally, we're talking about a pitcher. Hey, thanks for everyone. Yay! Okay. So he started in the big leagues. Um, it's got sent back down to AAA. And since being sent down to AAA, he's been pretty good. His ERA sits at 3.38 after another five dominant frames against probably the best name or a AAA team, the Iron Pigs. I love that name. But yeah, so far... I had a shirt. I, had, I think I had a shirt from them that had a piece of bacon on it and you would scratch it and it smelled like bacon my friend anthony flora got it for me and i loved it it smells like bacon go on uh i don't think it's going to be long depending on what happens with with the starting rotation of the yankees but if he continues to do what he's doing he has punched out uh 19 in 13.2 innings he's got a batting average against 182 and a whip of 1.28 um he's doing pretty good things down there so shout out to davy for his week the new okay. the new uh Six game sets or six game schedules against one team. I guess he started against the Iron Pigs twice this week, so mm. they're no longer doing the three, four, five game series. They're they're making teams stay for six. So if you start game one, wow. you get to face the same team again. So he did it and he dominated both. So congratulations, well done. Yeah, good for him. Do you know who else Manny Mass is proud of? Oswald Peraza for the Yankees. Mm. He's chilling in high A right now. But he homered in four consecutive games this week that ended on Sunday. But in that four home run streak, he hit five home runs. So he had one multi home run game for those of you who do not want to do the math. He home, there you go. He homered in three straight at bats. So on Friday, he entered the game as a defensive replacement in the seventh inning. First pitch he sees home run next at bat first pitch he sees home run okay yeah so he got off to a slow start of the season which again makes his numbers even more impressive because he's currently slashing 340 426 702 with five home runs a pair of doubles nine stolen bases which we love Old school. i probably should have mentioned this he is has elite speed um so he is going to be somebody who's exciting to watch but something else that's interesting about his little power streak he went on this week, he had just five home runs in his first 622 at-bats in the minor leagues, and then he hit five this week. So, yes, he had a great week, a great, great week for him. Hmm. And he has five multi-hit games this season in 12 games. Speaking of... That's almost 50%. Multi-hit math. games like that? I can't do that thing, period. Okay, at the time we were recording this podcast last week, our next special oh. mention. Oh, I did it! Oh. <laughs> Let me start again. At the time we were recording this podcast last week, Austin Hendrick was hitting mm. 071. Ooh. And since then, he's collected six hits. And he's now batting 280. But the most impressive thing, he's also collected nine walks this week. So he's currently walking at wow. a slat at a rate of 26.5%. Now, normally that's not sexy. Hmm. But in today's game, that's sexy. sexy. Yeah. So shout out to him. Quick mention. Good week. Congratulations. Keep doing it. And you'll be on this pod more. Yeah. Jaron Duran for the Red Sox. Did oh. we only have AL guys this week? That is, but Cincinnati, the guy we yeah. spoke about. Um, so Jaron Duran for the Red Sox. He's hitting 283 with four home runs and seven RBI and 11 games this year, a 998 OPS. This week in six games, seven hits, three home runs. He had a two home run game on Thursday. He absolutely crushed one of those, and he had six RBI. Same day that the Woo Sox, Woo Sox, opened up their new ballpark, Polar Park. So he brought it in with a blast. Um, but Peter, mm. he hit another home run on Thursday that went 440 feet. And then he had a big RBI double on Saturday. So he is known for his plus-plus speed. He stole 70 bases in 2018 and 2019. And he began the season with just eight career homers. And again, this week he hit three. And I think it's important to mention that going into the 2020 season, he made some adjustments to his swing. Matty Mass has seen that, has that video. So mm. maybe it'll be here. Like he's gone from just sort of being a f lift and flail guy to uh, I'm, I'm going to send this baseball somewhere where I'd like to send it. Yeah. And he's been doing that. Yeah. 
Um, so he made some adjustments to his swing to add more power. So it looks like it's working. But the Red Sox did come out and say they are not rushing him. They want him to experience the up and downs of playing every single day. But yeah, he had a big week and he's really good and he has some pop to him, folks. The Red Sox might be pretty good too. Yeah, they're real, man. Watch out! I don't know. Okay, Adley Rushman. If you haven't heard of him by now, then you're not a baseball fan, but Mm. a number one overall pick by the Orioles, 2019. He had a decent week, but it's more the fact that he hit a home run off his face. Um, if you haven't seen the video. <laughs> I need to see that video because I got a notification about it. Yeah. So. And I was like, how did he hit a home run That's what I'm saying. Like, the, I read it and I was like, he hit a home run off himself. I'm like, what? Did he have like numerous home runs? No, nah, he's hit three for the season, but um, that was the one that got talked about. It was uh, a switch hitting catcher, athletic catcher. This dude, another one that's that's not too far away, could possibly be up there already, but tools for days. Mobile behind the plate, switch hitter, can run a little bit, unbelievable arm, calls great games, is already showing himself to be a leader down in the minor leagues. So this is a guy that you could probably expect to see by the end of this year, I would imagine. But overall for the season, he's in 231 with three home runs and 10 RBIs. When you type his name into Twitter, people are so excited about him that his name is in all caps. We are very excited about Adley Rashman. He hit a home run yesterday when he hit it off his face on Sunday, because yes. I think he hit a home run yesterday. Okay. A few honorable mentions. I know Peter said we only had one pitcher on there. Yes. There's a couple that we were tracking that did not have the best Sundays ever, so they didn't make the list. But okay. Ronzi Contreras and D.L. Hall mm-hmm. are two pitchers that are doing it. Cade Cavalli is another one that's doing it down there. Part of the big three. Yeah. And then just a few guys who missed. Alexander uh, Ovales. Yes. Go ahead. Ten RBIs in one game. What? He went, he got five hits, three home runs, ten RBIs in one game. But the reason why he wasn't on the list is because he's only had one other hit in 38 bats besides that one game. So, hey, shout out for an unbelievable game. It's honorable mention. Keep doing it. So, Researcher Will, we have somebody who's helping us. We love Researcher Will. Sign language. Um, gave us some rookie matchups of the week. Yes, sir. Why do you know sign language for Will? Because it's like the easiest name that you could sign. Okay. I think this is W. I don't know. That's also this is I for sure. And, could be very and this is L. Okay. I don't know why I learned this, but I did. And it's important to learn that. It's good to learn that. Yeah, I, so, I want to learn sign language, but I'm just saying of all the words in the world to, for you to know, will would not be one that I would Because I think that's just easy. And it was I-L-L. Um, so we had some rookies face off this week. Tristan McKenzie, who we haven't really talked about much on this podcast. He has kind of had like a weird season for the Indians, mm. but he has been in the Indians rotation. He faced off against Jared Kelnick, and Kelnick went 0 for 3 with two Ks against Tristan mm. McKenzie. Top matchup. So he has his number. Yeah. Uh, Paven Smith, a guy that we've talked about a lot because Paven Smith for the Diamondbacks has had an incredible season ever since the Braves series. Still looks like he's 12 years old, but go ahead. Okay, that's me. Um, I was trying to look up his batting average, but it's not loading. But he faced off against Jordan Holloway and went two for two with a double and two runs. Jordan Holloway for the Marlins, um, he's like started some games, come out of the bullpen some games, but he's been pretty good for them. He's a 270 ERA in seven games. Kevin Smith, ironically, is hitting 270. Ironically, Jordan Holloway has a 270 ERA. So those were some of our favorite rookie matchups of the week. Quick injury report, Peter Moylan, Alex Kirilov for the Twins. We were bummed out about him, man, because he started getting hot and then he got hurt. And it was the same risk that he missed time in 2019. They were concerned about it. He hit some BP in the cage yesterday, Sunday, and he expects to hit BP on the field today, Monday. And then they'll continue to progress to hitting off some velo and some off-speed pitches. But they said that he should have a sense whether he'll be able to play through this injury in the next week. If he cannot play through this injury, that means surgery. Okay. So It's got to be one of those things too, right? Okay, so when you hear that they're taking swings in the cage or they're taking BP, that's one thing. 
if you know a fastball is coming and you can time your swing and you can basically barrel it every time, great. But when they start mixing in other stuff and you might hit one off the end of the bat or you might jam yourself, that's yeah. the concern. And I would imagine that that's what they're obviously waiting on. But yeah, as a wrist injury and if if he can't get through this and surgery is the option, then oof, I guess what I don't understand is why they say some people can play through this and some guys can't. Like it makes me think of Mike Fultonevich who had those bone spurs right. and Freddie. Freddie had those bone spurs as well. And Freddie ended up getting the surgery. I can't remember what Fulty did. Um, so is it like a similar situation where it's not a super serious injury? It's just the person's pain tolerance? No, I would imagine that it's, yeah, I, well, I said no, but I actually meant yes. So just to okay. just to restart that. No, what I meant to say was yes. Um, <laughs> it is. It's it all depending on and each bone spur is different. So if you have bone and spurs, and I don't in your know elbow, that Alex Kirilov is bone spurs. Right. This is just what no, no, I... I'm, I'm just giving you an example too. So for instance, I had bone spurs when I had my Tommy John surgery, but the bone spur was effectively lodged into the ligament, so they couldn't do anything about it, right? Whereas if you got bone spurs moving around, yeah, then yeah. it's fine. And if you can just like kind of manipulate your elbow and get it to move out of the way, then it's fine. But with a wrist, I don't know the ins and outs. It's it's something that, again, if you can tape it up and get through a swing, great. But if you jam yourself and something goes, I guess the question is, by playing through this injury, can you cause yourself more damage or yeah. is it just going to make the injury the same and it's just you, you don't want to, you're trying to avoid surgery. That's the question. Um, another injury that happened this week that was very sad is Corbin Carroll. He's the top prospect for the Diamondbacks. He was tearing it up yeah. in the minor leagues. He was hitting 435 in seven games, and then he was hurt. And they're saying that he injured his shoulder while hitting a home run, which just sucks. Sounds like a celebration a la Cody Bellinger in the playoffs. Oh, gosh, that was... Not great. He's going to have season ending shoulder surgery. Go at doing so what that, you love. That really sucks. Uh, there have been people within the organization who say he's already considered to be big league ready defensively as a center fielder, base runner, mm -hmm. 70 grade speed. They see him as a future leadoff man. He is, he's been really good and he's been really good in his whole time in the minor leagues and season ending shoulder surgery for him mm -hmm. after a really hot start the season. So that sucks. Yeah. You're going to know a little bit more yes. about this injury. No, this was a hamstring. Um, was trying to beat out a, an infield single, pulled a hamstring. This to go with the quad that he had that sent him down to the alternate site a couple of weeks ago. I just kind of really hope that he can go down there and get himself to the point where he's right. There was a lot of pressure on this kid to come up and perform when you've got comps of Andrew Jones and, um, you know, he just hasn't been able to put it all together. We saw him hit a grand slam a couple of weeks ago against the Blue Jays uh, in his first game back off the IL originally. So, again, I just really hope that he can take a breath, take a minute, get himself to the point where he's confident, he gets him at bats down in AAA, come back and make an impact like we know that he was supposed to do this year. Uh, but, again, you know, when, when the team's struggling – you can sort of put up with someone who's not giving you the offensive numbers that you want. Yeah. Um, but when it's all sort of rolling down the hill and you kind of pull the e-brake, um, unfortunately you can't, e you can't look at numbers and go, Oh, we'll just work our way through it. We, we need some, someone that can make an impact. Now uh, we have, we, I keep saying we, the Braves have Ender Inciate playing center field right now. And uh Heredia just got uh, activated yesterday as well. So they've got some options while Pache is getting himself right. But get right, Christian. We need you. Yeah, so I kind of like threw Albert Pujols up to the top of the yep. show. The only things that I wanted to note outside of things we've already talked about, Jack Leiter mm -hmm. on Saturday, six innings of one run ball. One 13 strikeouts, though. Yeah. Um, that was his seventh time reaching double digit strikeouts this season. He did take a week off. They like didn't start him last That's week. That's what I was going to um, say. That was a little concerning okay. for me thinking that, but they were said that it's all to do with monitoring the workload, which makes okay. perfect sense. And he shut me up. I thought, oh man, here we go. But yeah, he came yeah. back and, and good on them for, for doing that. Uh, I know there's been a knock on a lot of colleges and the college coaches that basically just leave starting pitches out to die. 
and not worrying about pitch counts. And so good on Vandy for. Well, and for Tim Corbin that. had, he had to make some tough decisions with lighter early in the season when he was throwing 120 pitches yeah. in that complete game, no hitter. That's true. And then the next, the next game, he had a no hitter going as well, yeah. but lighter is eight and two on the season with the two Oh five ERA real quickly. While we're talking about Vanderbilt, Kumar rocker, um, this season, 11 and one with the 231 ERA in 12 games. So both of them are still looking really good. I've seen some mock drafts that um, they're not going, neither of them are going first overall. So it'll be curious to see how those top five picks play out. But regardless, both of those guys will likely be going in the top five. I would bet my hat of the week on it. Okay. Hat of the week. Hat of the week. Padres. San Diego Padres. What do you want to talk about, Peter? Freeman got. 250 home run. He's not this week. He mm, hit one home yeah. run this week, but it was his 250th. Well, then he had the Grand Slam for 251. He did. Uh, Vladdy homered in three straight, which was not why we picked him for the homer draft, but congratulations to him. Otani continues to do Otani things. The dude needs some... I don't, I don't think non-Angels fans are appreciating what they're having the chance to witness. Yeah. And it's frustrating because they've had Mike Trout for 10 years and now they've got Otani and they had the worst record in the league still. Yeah. So at it's some so point, crazy. when are they going to look internally and go, what are we doing? I mean, but from an outsider's perspective, Peter, what, what's the, cause they also have Anthony Rendon over there. Yeah. They got no pitching. Exactly. Matty. They got no pitching, but that's a theme. That's not just like, there wasn't like, who could they have got out, gone out and got this off season? Besides Trevor Bauer. I mean, compared to their pitchers, Kluber's an upgrade. Yeah. They're, There's a lot they're, of guys that land look, in the right. 10 million range. And you, yeah, well, when you're spending 25 or 30 on Albert Pujols, and then you're obviously now paying him to play for someone else. So it's, this is why those contracts, you'll never see those contracts again for a guy like that. For the, this, they're going to call it the Albert Pujols clause because you end up having a 40 year old man trying to. Yeah. Justify his pay. And it just doesn't look good for anybody. I just want to see Mike Trout in October so badly. We all do. And I I'm I am glad. I feel like I have been able to see for some whatever reason Mike Trout play more this year than I ever have. Like I feel like they're on MLB network more, which has been awesome because I never have seen him play. But yeah. yes, the Angels are an interesting pickle. If you caught the game last night, Yadi Yamalina still has it, by the way. Threw a guy mm. out of the knee. Did you see Jack Flaherty? What? He was like on the mic whenever Yachty yeah. was about to throw somebody out. That was good. Jack Flaherty's swag. And Trevor Bauer was as nasty as Trevor Bauer can get. And he uh, put the note over his logo on his shirt. <laughs> said not my. I was kind of surprised to see he had his logo on his shirt a couple weeks ago. Um, but what if a guy? Hold on. What if he's wearing dress clothes and he does his? Like you're going to tell yeah. him what he can wear of his own clothes? I he just a has a target. I, they just have a target on Trevor Bauer. I get back it, but if just... he decided to take a shower and get into his street clothes before he did the press conference, they can't tell him what to wear in a press conference when he's walking from home to the clubhouse. So yeah. why do you think you can tell him what to wear in a press conference just because he hasn't taken a shower and gone home? Yeah. I don't understand it. Stay in your lane, MLB. Like, mm. stop losing fans. Yeah. It's not that hard to figure it out. Tell him. Tell him. Golly, just a bunch time, of Peter. old men picking scabs off each other's knees. Like, come on. Yeah, scabs. <clears throat> Pisses me off, man. We've <clears throat> got the best game in the world, and they're just trying to find ways to make it less fun. I think you should be commissioner. Uh, I, I don't want that kind of money. I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm happy with the John Boy pod. You know, I don't want the stress that comes with getting paid $15 That's million dollars a year. Uh, okay. I want my word. I want my Aussie lingo, but I didn't want. Okay. I felt that you were. I'm going to give you, you a choice of two. Okay. You, you okay. tell me which one you want me to use. Okay. Esky or Fair Dinkum. Oh, those are both two good ones. Do we get the one that we don't choose next week? Next week? Yes. Okay. Maddie Mass, what are you thinking? Second one. Okay. Okay. Fair Dinkum. Fair Dinkum um fair dinkum um i think it's like somebody's like a dingbat somebody's silly like you're a fair you're fair dinkum okay maddie this is when you in golf when you drive 
Land on the fairway. <laughs> dink it up onto the green. Fair dinkum. Yeah, obvious. Yeah, duh. Why didn't I think of that? No, it's way more simple than that. It's just you can. It's it's an agreement. Like, oh man. Or ask, asking if someone's being honest. Are you being honest? Are you being fair dinkum? Hey, give it to me straight. Are you being, Are you fair, being dinkum? fair dinkum? Are you being for real? Are you being like for that? real? Yeah. I know it's a lot less uh, streamlined and we are an efficiency pod. So yeah. if you're looking for efficiency, this is not the word you're going to go with. But no. fair dinkum. Like if you were, okay, I'll tell you what. Three syllables. I gave it a fair dinkum crack I did. I gave it everything I had. I put everything I had into that. Fair dinkum. Okay. I like the second usage of it. I gave it a fair dink. I, I gave it a fair dinkum effort. I, sh I bloody did. If you really want to bloody be Australian, CK, you right? go, I gave that an absolute fair dinkum crack. I gave that an absolute fair dinkum crack. You sounded very royal for a minute there, didn't you? <laughs> I gave that a fair dinkum crack. I don't think the queen would ever say fair dinkum just for, there it is. Time for our queen. <laughs> but yeah, so if you're Australian, I gave it a fair income crack. If you're British, I gave it a fair I gave crack. it a fair income crack. I gave it a fair income crack. Bloody, bloody so head. Next week will be Esky. Oh, uh, you know what? There's I'm so into many. Esky. Esky is just basically a cooler. Is it what? A cooler. Oh. We call our coolers Esky. I guess because the Eskimos and because it's cold. Like, I'm going to go get the Esky. I'm grabbing the Esky. Do you know what we grab some ice grabbing for the Esky? Esky, fair dinkum. Did you whack the Bevos in the Esky, boys, or shall Bevos. I go and do it for us? Love it. Love those two. Yeah. Way to go, Peter Moylan, Melbourne Aces manager. Proud of you. Thank you. That'll do it, folks. I will do it. That'll wrap up this week's episode. Big AL and uh, Mariners fans. Sure. This week we are. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope that you're able to work in fair dinkum and esky into your vocabulary. A great week, yeah. great week in Georgia for the term esky because it's going to be getting into the 90s for the first time. Thank you, Master. Get your tank tops. No more Thank masks. you to David Wright for our bat of the day. Thank you for. <laughs> Thank you for Manscaped and Dugout Mugs for our sponsors for Manscaped. You can use the code FARM for Dugout Mugs on Peter's gun. You can use the code FARM to fame. Dugoutmugs.com slash discount slash FARM to fame. 35% off if you're one of the first people to use the discount. Thank you guys so much for listening. Farm on. Farm often. We love you. FARM to fame.